Do you own your life or does your life own you? And whichever way you go, is that good or bad? That's up next in this episode of the Gratitude Journal Podcast. This is the Gratitude Journal Podcast. Dun, 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 dun. That's right. He's back. Uh-huh. You thought I went away. You thought I got captured by aliens. You thought I just jumped on a Triumph Bonneville and put it in fifth gear and just headed out to the horizon never to return. Well, hey, you know what? I think about that from time to time, I have to admit, but that is indeed not the case. The case is, um, I don't have a case. It's Matthew here, and uh, thank you for downloading and listening another episode of this, the Gratitude Journal podcast. Did you hear that? That was my reminder to give Donna her pills, which I will do immediately after this episode. Because I am a caregiver, and that's what caregivers do. Uh, Yes, this is the podcast, even though it has a complete lack of episodes lately. The podcast that hopefully puts us in a position to find ways to be grateful for the things around us. And I have to admit, it has been extremely rough for me to do that lately. I'm struggling with figuring out the exact reasoning, but I know that it has to do with burning the candle at both ends, feeling more than mildly depressed, feeling more than mildly anxiety prone, and just finding the right time and place to sit in front of this microphone. I know that sounds weird because I spend a lot of my time in my workday being around microphones, and you would think that I would just grab a spare 10 minutes and I would sit in front of one and that I would reel off episode after episode, but that just hasn't been the case. Plus, combined with the fact that lately I just haven't really been feeling all that well. And today's been a remarkably bad day as far as not feeling well. And I have worked through it. I've struggled through it. I've gone through yet another Cleveland Browns loss. And I've managed to climb in front of the microphone and share, again, hopefully, a small way to find uh, gratitude. And I think I've done that. I think I have done that enough to bypass all of the gunk that seems to be in the way or seems to get in the way to find a glimmer of gratitude about something. Absteigend. Am I pronouncing that correctly for those of you who speak German? Absteigend. I think so. I've always been a little leery when I see people posting things on social media sites, like cryptic things. I have a big announcement on Tuesday, or I can't talk about it right now, but something big is going to happen. I've always just kind of said to myself, okay, 
Just get to it. You know, why are you playing that game? But I have to admit that I have felt really quite down in the hole lately. And I'm sure that a lot of it has to do with our situation and my situation as a caregiver. And I'm not blaming Donna, not at all. It's just sometimes amongst all of the various things that have to get done and have to be done, I uh, have sometimes fallen to the hole. And I feel like throughout the month of November that um, I've kind of been, you know, in a hole. I even had a couple of days last week where we flew to Florida and visited Donna's son and, you know, got to take a break from what is quickly becoming a very uh, chilly November into December here in Northeast Ohio. And I was confronted by 85 degree temperatures. And I thought that that would sort of sort of, you know, release me, you know, from this gunk that I was feeling. And but it wasn't the case. And I thought, you know, I feel like I'm just going sort of deeper and deeper sort of into the hole, like I'm descending into a place where I really haven't been before. And so I was looking for, you know, like a word that tried to define this. And after trying to look for synonyms that tried to kind of describe where I was, I came across this German word called absteigend, absteigend. I believe that's how I'm pronouncing it correctly. Let's see. I have a little mic. Hold on just a second. Here's a little a microphone. Hold on. Absteigend. Absteigend. Okay. Maybe I'm. Okay. So I was kind of close. All right. <laughs> you know how you uh, touch the little microphone that gives you your uh, pronunciation, which I find very, very helpful sometimes. Uh, so anyway, I wrote that word. I just posted that word on social media just to see if I'd get any kind of reaction. And, you know, I thought really that, you know, the, the German or Austrian crew would come to my rescue and they would go, hey, man, what's going on? What's wrong? Uh, but nobody. And then I thought, you know, friends and, you know, who follow me and acquaintances and people who, uh, you know, we jostle back and forth, you know, on social media sites that they would like make mention of this and no one really did. And so I kind of felt like I was even deeper into the hole because nobody really responded to this, but that's how I was feeling. Like I was sort of descending. I'm a little better, you know, today, but that's kind of how I felt. And so I was telling this, uh, to, uh, my friend, Brad, who, came up to visit the other day and I realized while I was sitting there that that was the thing that I was grateful for that amongst all of the bad things that really had been happening throughout the month just really just flaunting with areas of of grayness and uh, gunkiness that I really hadn't experienced before. And I, I guess I wouldn't really go as far as to say suicidal, but just at a place where I felt like incapable of, of dragging myself out of this kind of hole. And I don't even know that there was one event that happened that put me in that position. And I think sometimes we want to pick something that 
puts us in that position. And sometimes once we find out what that event is, then we can kind of breathe a sigh of relief, like, wow, I got, I got that albatross off my back now that I figure this out. And I really didn't figure it out. Like, I couldn't really pinpoint it. And it was just a whole slew of things all combined together, uh, just feeling, you know, underappreciated and not feeling very worthwhile. And I feel like having Brad come up to visit me and hearing myself vocalize these things made me very grateful that I not only just had this old friend who kind of materialized out of nowhere to listen to me, but that I had the time and utilized the time to express, you know, out loud some things that I had been feeling. And I felt like that was the thing that kind of drug me out of the hole a little bit. And for that, I'm very grateful. I think I've mentioned in the past that Don and I sometimes on the weekends like to go to coffee shops. And I should say that I like to go to coffee shops and maybe I kind of drag her along with me and maybe she feels compelled to go. But I think she kind of likes it because she doesn't drink coffee, but it gives her a chance to have hot chocolate or like today, like a chai tea latte. It probably has like 11 million calories in it, but it doesn't matter. She doesn't care. She likes it. And sometimes we share a pastry. Okay, not more than sometimes. Usually we do, which probably accounts for a few extra pounds of weight gain that I've had over the past couple of months. Because really, when they take one of these blueberry scones and warm it up, and then it goes, you know, paired with the... French press uh, or pour over dark roast with cream in it. And though all of those combination of things together, it to me is pretty succulent and it tastes really good. And combined with the fact that, you know, if the right music is playing, which maybe is like jazz or there's my reminder again um, <laughs> to give daughter her pills. Maybe it's like the right, like jazz, something soft, something pensive, contemplative. And I don't know, like interior walls that are made of brick. And it just, I, I just, I just really like the coffee shop ambiance. And so that's kind of how we've been sharing like our weekends is going to these coffee shops. So when we were down in Florida, I didn't get a chance to do that. And I said to uh, her son, who was kind of driving, I'd like to go to a coffee shop. Well, immediately, like he wanted to go through like the Dunkin' drive-in, drive-through. And I said, no, 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 no. Like, 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 like a coffee shop, like a, like a, not like a Starbucks, like a real, like local place. And he just wasn't getting it. Like it just wasn't his thing. And he doesn't really drink coffee and he doesn't have time for it. And it was just, so I missed that. So today we had our chance to go down, you know, to this particular place that we usually go to that is sort of the go-to place. A, because it's close, and B, because they don't serve coffee out of a carafe. They actually make it like in a French press, which I'm very grateful for. And I like waiting around for it because I know that like they're really taking their time. 
It's like there's another place down the street in the opposite direction called Artisan. And there's a young lady who works there. I think she's also one of the coffee roasters. She's a little standoffish. And sometimes I try to engage her in conversation. And sometimes she doesn't really seem like she wants to talk. But I know that she's the coffee roaster, like the new coffee roaster, and I've been roasting my own beans, so I try to engage her, and sometimes she talks, and when she does, she usually gives me information that I can use as a kind of kind of a coffee roaster. At any rate, she does pour-overs, but she's very meticulous, and I really enjoy getting a cup of coffee of her in fa- from her. In fact, I'm very grateful to get a cup of coffee because I know that it's going to be made with high quality. At any rate, I bring this up because today at the coffee shop, I spotted this uh, guy who I have seen from time to time when we go back to West Virginia to visit my parents or my parents' hometown. And we stop at this place called the Purple Fiddle, which I think I've referenced before in some other podcast episode. And I don't know whether this guy is like a part owner or something, but he's there. And I remember the last time we were at the purple fiddle and he's very recognizable he has like the oh i don't know like the like the reggae sort of rastafarian sort of uh hair uh you know and dreadlocks okay that's what i was looking for but he kind of like has them all swinging to one side so he's very recognizable well i saw him today because it just so happened that he's like, he lives in this area. And so I saw him at the coffee shop today and I said, Hey, purple fiddle. And he looked at me like, yeah, he goes, you look kind of familiar. And I said, you know, well, I've seen you at the purple fiddle and you introduced yourself there because you were from a nearby town. And so, you know, conversation got to conversation and we started to talk about various things. And I said, you know, I am kind of depressed because the Browns were playing so crappy today. And he said, you know, this is the first year that I've never watched a complete game. I just kind of gave up on it because I was I was realizing that my investment in Browns football was not only kind of depressing me, but it was also robbing me of this time that I had with my children. And like today, for instance, as the Browns were, you know, sort of losing again to the Buffalo Bills. Um, I was at like the natatorium, the nearby natatorium, and I was enjoying having a great afternoon with my kids. And so I said to him, you know, I admit that there are times where I feel like I'm investing too much time, not only just in the game, because again, we had spent, you know, our afternoon, even though very, very, very cold, a brilliantly sunny day in front of this television, watching this kind of pathetic team. And I knew later on tonight, I'm going to surf, you know, Twitter feeds and all this stuff to get feedback. And I'm going to read all the articles tomorrow. And I really, I invest a lot of time in a team that really doesn't reciprocate very well and very often. And so as I sat down with my coffee, I said to Donna, you know what? I very grateful for this conversation that I just had with this guy. His name is Baron. And like, he's the guy we saw at the purple fiddle. And I feel like while I'm, I haven't made the jump to sort of give up this fixation. I have not only just with the Browns, but with Cleveland sports teams and all of the time invested in them. I do see the wisdom and I do see the logic in it because here we are. 
sitting at this coffee shop. I'm trolling through Twitter feeds, getting feedback on the Browns' pathetic performance. She's trolling through things on her phone, and I'm thinking, why don't we just put our phones down? You know, why don't we just lay them aside and be grateful for the opportunity on this very cold but very sunny day with not a cloud in the sky to just take advantage and just breathe a sigh of relief that, you know, a very busy November, we didn't have to travel today. We didn't have to put up with, you know, planes and going through TSA pre-checks and making sure our baggage was there and, and all the things that made the travel experience so bad, you know, especially for me. Because, you know, I feel like I'm kind of gunning for both people here and to make sure, you know, she has everything she needs and I have everything I need. And I was just kind of really being grateful for that all kind of coming to an end today. Descending, Absteig. Okay, I want to listen to this again to make sure I have this right. Here we go. Absteigend. I wish I could talk German like that. What's a, it's a great accent. It's just, I don't know, I've always enjoyed sort of the cadence and the flow of the German language. And, you know, I've always grown, kind of grown up thinking, it's such, a, it's such a harsh language. But really, yeah, I mean, it has a sort of a masculinity to it. But I find it really a beautiful language. And even though that word is a word that I was looking for to describe, you know, not a very good place. And I don't know that I'm still exactly out of that place. I feel like in the last, say, you know, 48 to 72 hours, I feel like I've come across a couple of instances of being able to find gratitude in a time space where I just haven't been feeling that lately. And so I feel like on this podcast, I can admit that. I mean, why not? I mean, I admit it to, you know, the person that I'm kind of talking with every several weeks in an attempt to, you know, maintain mental sanity and balance and all that other stuff. Why not admit it on the podcast? So I don't have a problem doing that. And that's kind of where I've been at lately. So I don't know. Are you feeling like maybe you're descending? I mean, I feel like the holidays have crept up on me and I really only look at the bad things about the holidays. Like I'm sort of the sole person who kind of has to get things together and send things out. And, you know, nobody sends us anything, but we have to send out all this stuff. And, and I always look at the bad stuff, you know, the money spent and the time spent to wrap and go to the post office and make sure that, you know, things are sent out on time and to make sure that I'm not over exerting this budget. Cause I put a few bucks aside, you know, throughout the year and I don't want to spend any more than that. And I keep looking at that going, wow, you know what? That could be a lot of good beer right there or a lot of good, good cups of coffee or maybe buy green, you know, green beans so I can roast better coffee or whatever. I mean, I can put that money to use elsewhere, but I I tend to look at the bad part of the holidays and I'm, I want to try to find something good about the holidays this year. I'm not quite there yet. But that sort of is my goal and my intention. So as I'm 
descended and kind of looking up, you know, out of the hole. I feel like maybe there's some glimmers and that's what I'm going to try to do. So I hope that if you're kind of in the same place, the same boat and the holidays just don't mean very much to you. Like you just want to get through them. I get that feeling. I know that feeling. I already feel that feeling a little bit. I'm going to be on the lookout for like a, a little glimmer of something. So I don't feel, you know, that Absteigend. that, you know, that descended feeling and hopefully it will be a little bit better. So, you know, the glimmers of gratitude, hopefully you're finding them and, and hopefully you're doing okay. There's, a, you know, this is perfect timing. There's my reminder. I have to give Donna her six o'clock pills. It's six o'clock Eastern time or around that time. And so I have to get that done. So you have a great rest of your week. And uh, we're a couple of days from Thanksgiving here in the U.S. And I uh, hopefully if you celebrate Thanksgiving, that you have a, a safe and enjoyable Thanksgiving. If you're traveling and, uh, you know, we'll get through it together. And uh, thank you for uh, being patient and uh, listening to another episode of the Gratitude Journal podcast. <laughs>